<laughs> on our first date, on our first date, he was like, you know, I can't travel as much as you do. And so I was like, I don't need to travel a bunch. I'm like, just one international trip, one like local trip and like maybe a road trip or two here or there. Like, I'm cool with that. And so when we got married, the first trip was Jamaica. And then we wanted, we planned, we wanted to do like a kid moon for our boys. So we took them to New Orleans, which was September. So August, we went to Jamaica. <laughs> Yeah, so that's we went to uh, New Orleans and then October was the honeymoon. So it just happened to be like three back-to-back trips. But from there, it was like, oh, I, think, I think we can do this. Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world. And we are once again in season four, Voice 22. But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, Hit that notification bell so you guys know when new episodes drop. Season Voyage 22, Season 4, is about the culmination of the love that I have for the amazing Jacqueline Jackson, now Benjamin. And today we have an amazing duo. This duo was kind of the reason we made the plans we made outside of the love that we have for each other. So I'm going to introduce you to these two, but you know... Little sister and new big bro, I love y'all. So, you know, keep it PG, please, please. Now, tell the people who you guys are and what you guys do. So, I am Janelle West. West Side. Antoine, <laughs> Antoine West. And what do you guys do? I am a university administrator. Nice, nice. And I'm a commercial industrial electrician. Awesome, awesome. Teach, uh, educator, electrician. I'm trying to be like y'all when I grow up. Um, so where are you guys originally from? Philly. Yeah, from mm, Philly. Mm, where, what part, though? <laughs> what part? Uh, See, I was born in West Philly, yeah. and then uh, we moved up to Northeast. That's the honest answer. You so when you deal with Philly folks, you know, you see the love they have. They still are going back and forth on what part of Philly <laughs> mm-hmm, you from. Mm-hmm. So be careful when you find yourself a Philly John, all right? A fact, a fact, a fact. <laughs> Sometimes you say Northeast and West Philly. Uh, it's say Northeast. where I'm born. No, okay. It doesn't count, but it's okay. It do count. Okay. <laughs> so, so tell us um, what got you guys into travel? What introduced you into traveling in, in, like in general? I think um, for me, it was college, um, honestly. And so, like, the programs I was in, we traveled a lot. Uh, I traveled with my family, but I didn't see that it was, like, travel. So my dad's from New Orleans. My grandparents were from Atlanta and Virginia. But to me, that didn't seem necessarily like traveling, per se. Um, So I think when I got into travel, it was in college, like, first spring break. The trip to Miami was, like, the famous trip. Like, everybody's going to Miami. It's like, we got to go. And from there, it was like, all right, travel. Okay, Antoine? Yeah, for me, it had to been, well, my grandfather's, well, my dad's born in Virginia. My grandfather used to come pick us up, but he would take us as north of, as Boston to go visit my aunt. And then he would even take us south as, um, I guess, Augusta, Georgia to visit my cousin. But we also took one trip down to um, down to Florida. But I think that that got the traveling for me. But I also have friends um, from like Honduras, from Ghana, and the experience of different foods. I just want to try different things and nice. different cultures and stuff like that. Nice. So what originally like so now that you guys have these these travel experiences, what is it that you look for when you travel? Mm. Definitely food. I feel like um, going anywhere that doesn't have good food is like terrible for me. 
And I realized, I think my first international trip was Ghana. And not that Ghana had bad food. I think I was just very, like, Americanized. So when mm-hmm. I got there, I was, like, on a rice and plantain diet because I didn't know what to order. But I feel like now going anywhere, it has to have, like, you got to have good food. If it's not good food, I don't want to go back. Uh, yeah, I think we mostly <laughs> travel for <laughs> food. I, I absolutely travel for food. And, uh, like, different experiences, something that you can't find at home. This is the city. I want to see some blue skies, some clear water, some nice beaches because wildwood for ink for me. Nice, <laughs> nice. Now, so who's the planner between the two of y'all? It's definitely Jay. <laughs> it's definitely Jay. I'm the but uh, I mean, I say yes and yes. I say no. <laughs> That's funny. Smart man. So now from there, do you guys have like so far your travels together? What's your most memorable trip you guys have taken together? I would say. Probably our honeymoon trip. I was about to say Jamaica too. No, that's not the honeymoon trip. Oh man, you. That's not well. No. I mean, it is what it is. Right? Well, it wasn't really the yeah, in, Portland. In Portland. Okay. I, well, I'm. I was saying Portland. Jamaica. Okay, I'm, I'm going to pick Portland just because I feel like well, because Jamaica was our first trip together. Yeah. And so I think. But you're, you're right because Portland was our honeymoon destination. But as soon as we got married, the first place we went to was Jamaica. Jamaica. But. I don't necessarily, not just because it was the honeymoon, which is why it was most uh, memorable to me, is because it was like something very different. I've never done it before. We've never been before. Neither one of us had been. And it was like we were in a secluded cabin by ourselves, no Wi-Fi, no cell phone service, like, no nothing. It was just us. And it was just like us spending time together, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're right, but I am going to say Jamaica mm-hmm. too. No, that, that was that was our first trip mm-hmm. as a couple, just you know us two chilling. And and so one of the things that I, I hope you guys don't have me don't mind me bringing up is you guys are vacationing almost every weekend now, right? What what triggered that that you guys make an uh, avid uh, like a, a concerted effort to spend family time and try something different i think it was an accident it was an accident so so funny story here's a funny story or a little i'm not the good storyteller he's the better storyteller but when we first I'll fix our, your mistake. okay <laughs> on our first date on our first date he was like you know i can't travel as much as you do and so i was like i don't need to travel a bunch i'm like this one international trip one like local trip and like maybe a road trip or two here or there like i'm cool with that and so when we got married the first trip was jamaica and then we wanted we planned we wanted to do like a kid moon for our boys so we took them to new orleans which was september so august we went to jamaica (laughs) september we went to uh, new orleans and then october was the honeymoon so it just happened to be like three back-to-back trips but from there it was like i think think we can do this like okay so maybe like What's like cheap or like something family we could do in November? Then it was like, all right, December, and then all right, January, and then it just became a. I think maybe by February we became more intentional about like okay we can plan something once a month like either for us or with the kids or the family or with our friends like couples trips we did couples trips kids trips we even did a staycation in Philadelphia staycation so nice. it just became like. Around our anniversary, like so, celebrating each month of each month of marriage. So we've been to at least 12, 11 places. Nice, nice. And so with that, um, and the huge part is like you know you're a bonus mom with bonus kids, right? Um, how has planning for the family to travel now versus just the two of y'all? 
Because now you got to worry about other people's likes and dislikes, what they eat, what they don't eat, especially if one of the kids are particular, right? So, like, how has that planning aspect been for you guys? Um, I was, it was, I think, well, two things. I think it's very different from a planning as a single person, planning as a couple, then planning as a family, right? And so, one, of course, is cost is like one cost for one versus cost for four. Um, but then I think with the boys, they're just like, excited to travel. So, wherever yeah. we go, but we do try to pick, um, we let the boys, we pick. let them pick, we let the boys, they yeah. don't know that they're picking. We'll just say, like, hey, like, tell me a place you want to go, and then they'll say a place, and yeah. then we'll try to make it work. So, like, the places we took them, well, New Orleans, I really wanted them to see, New Orleans. but Kamari really wanted, wanted to, to go, go to there. New Orleans, yeah. like, that was like his, yeah. his place. They're going to Puerto Rico. Uh, and so but he picked that too. Oh, yeah, Kamari nice. picked Puerto Rico, but we're also going to Florida. And Auden picked, picked that, Florida. but we get to see my sister also. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. So now, like, have you guys combined your bucket lists to one big bucket list? Or you guys still have, like, your separate suffer. You don't. So I have, I have, well, not a bucket list, but I definitely had travel things. I don't think we really... It's like I'm stuff blinding. pops up, and then I send it to her, and then we do it. <laughs> That's amazing. You have the best travel buddy in the world. No, I, I, I promise you. Like even for our anniversary um, this month is something I sent her while like in the beginning of us dating, and but they're so packed. As soon as it got a window open, I think it was a month before we actually got married. No, a month after. Oh, a month after. That's when she booked our anniversary because it was oh, wow. it gets booked so quick. That's crazy. So you're just like, but like it's 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 a com it's a combination of throw a dart, or you see a travel deal, you see a dope thing on IG, and then you also include the kids in the mix, right? And that's super dope. Like, I mean, listen, bonus moms, yeah, I might want to pick up a couple <laughs> of tips and tricks here, but that's it's not about you know that part, but it is about you know building family, and then you guys are making a blended family look almost easy right now of course there's there's aspects of that that you guys got to work around but um how is traveling with children well they're not all the way children but how is it traveling as a family um i think it's it's easier because they're older Mm -hmm. one thing that i'm more cognizant of is because i have two boys or so if we're sharing like a hotel room i'm like i'm in a room with three boys so it's like I have to be mindful. Like we get suites. We try to get the bigger rooms. We try to get like clothes offs as possible. So just that part, I think has been not necessarily a challenge, but something to be mindful of. Whereas if I had like, if it was all girls, we go all sleep in the bed or whatever. It's like just making sure they have space and not feel that they don't have their space too. But they're just so easygoing in terms of like activities and things. It's like, yeah, what do we do? They have a go with the flow type yeah, attitude. Nice. One, one is a little picky with this food, but, um, Kam- we the same picky. yeah, y'all might be the same picky, but Kamari is, he's, he's experimental like me. <laughs> so how do you, how do you deal with the pickiness of like, Travel, like the food. Oh, there's, there's burgers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a burger you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So now we get to Voyage 22, right? So y'all took us on this most expensive seafood dinner of our life. I mean, I didn't um, know. He picked this restaurant. And, and wait, what um, was that? Catch. <laughs> we, we don't get free everything. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> So we we went on this very it, it was a dope experience. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I, I'm 
all all jokes aside, if I don't spend money on food, I spend money on travel. So those are, and then technology is the third thing. Well, you want to know how I picked it? Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, we're going to get to the story. So you know what? This, how did you pick catch? Because you thought it was the other catch. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the one we was in New York, right? Yeah. No, he didn't know it was two. Go ahead. Tell me how you picked the... Um, uh, I just I just seen the dessert flaming on, on IG. And I, and then I sent it there. And <laughs> Next thing like, we know. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's blame <laughs> Janelle for the... Let's blame Janelle for the missed plane ticket on the meal that we Yes, that's a fact. That, and I, and um, I camp cost like that, too. Listen, listen. But nonetheless, um, it was a dope experience. Like, mm-hmm. we got to sit down and chat with y'all. And oddly enough, a lot of people don't know the decision for us to get married a year later was really based on the conversation we had at that table. So I'm with that being you. said, how did you feel about, like, hearing that we took that conversation <laughs> further and... Even better, we took it to Morocco. I was excited, of course. I I thought I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic. I felt like again, I saw the love between you both, and I knew it was coming. It was just kind of like just set the date. We can go. We can we can be out. So much so that to be honest, I didn't. I looked. At, I was looking at my receipts, not about cost, but when we booked our plane ticket. So we got married July twenty third. Mm-hmm. We booked the flights from Morocco for your wedding mm-hmm. July twenty eighth. Oh wow. That's love. We just got I mean, home. We just got, we just got home. <laughs> we just got yeah, home. It was like, it was like we just got home. It was like, we got to get these flights to Morocco while they're cheap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then from there, so, you know, once again, earlier we talked about traveling with children. You also have a dog. Like, what was preparing for a trip like Morocco for five days? Um, was What was that like? Because there's a lot of parents out there that are trying to figure out how do we do vacations such that, you know, you, you have a place for the kids to stay. You have a doggy sitter. Um, and then if, even if you didn't, like, have family drop them off, right? There's always consideration. So what was that planning phase like for y'all? Um, well, even if it's on, like, my week, I mean, their mom's pretty open with taking them. And then she even takes the dog oh, sometimes. Nice. But my mom, she lives... Um, like five minutes from here and that's her grand dog so <laughs> she, she watches the dog also but we have a couple of relatives that open uh take august she's she's a good dog no oh, here she go what's up buddy yeah okay. and i would say i think also too i mean within that adding to that we just have a lot of support so i think like community is key and having that community because uh, we haven't had to use like a kennel yet or it hasn't been a situation where we couldn't do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think our support system and support network is huge and being able to do that for sure. Okay. I, I think if we didn't have that, it could be barriers for sure. So how how difficult or easy was it to like plan this trip out? Because you as the organizer, and then on top of that, Jackie gave y'all succinct instructions on what to wear mm-hmm. and what we're gonna do so what was that like <laughs> see for me for me i love stuff like that because it's made it easier for me like if you tell me like you know these are the days these are the themes this is the color boom boom it works like i don't have to think about it so i feel like um between jackie and i forgot I stella. stella um between like their itinerary it was just like easy to that part i didn't have to take care of this is probably one of the first trips that it was just like just pay show up mm-hmm. look at the paper and, and do the things but I think the biggest thing was getting the flights. But once we had the flights, it was, you know, you guys already picked out the hotels and that part was easy. The itinerary was easy. I think it was just about, and we had enough time. We had enough time to plan, like, um, See, she, she packs early. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a late packer. So y'all probably didn't even empty out your existing suitcases before y'all even, because y'all were still moving. Yeah. Moving around. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, even when we came back, we had to shoot them in Virginia because my grandfather was sick. Mm. So it was. Oh, you mean it, from. Um, I mean, from y'all wedding. So from y'all wedding to Morocco, y'all been. Oh, yeah. Moved, the, the, so. the suitcases just sit. They just sit and sit in the room and they rotate. We just rotate in and out. Yeah, they rarely hit the basement or the mm-hmm. attic. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So now, what was travel like? And not just what was travel like, what was that experience like? Because you guys both have been in Africa before. And so what was that experience like when you landed in Morocco? Like, first of all, what was that travel like? Because a lot of us had some crazy, like, <laughs> you heard the stories at the table. There were some people that missed flights. Their flights got canceled. So what was the transportation like, one? And then two, what was that experience like when you guys landed? I think it was pretty, I think we, I mean, outside of it being long, I think it was pretty, like, easy in terms of, um, we had a connecting flight. We had a long layover. Um, but I think, Though we went to Jamaica for like for our honeymoon, I think going to Africa like with my husband mm-hmm. just in general was dope. I think like taking that like extra stuff. So like the Caribbean, that's international for sure. But like being able to go to Africa, so getting off the plane, one in Portugal, and then like like we in Africa, <laughs> we're, at, we're we're in Morocco. Like mm-hmm. so, I think that part was easy. It was long. I think the hardest part of it was just long. But you it wasn't, slept. I did. But it was, <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> so what was it like when you guys landed there? Because it's different from South Africa. I mean, you guys. Oh, for South sure. Africa. yeah, it was totally different from like Ghana. I'm like, where the black people at? Yeah, <laughs> it was like more Indian. It looked like to me it was the like more like Arabic, Arabic than mm-hmm. yeah, African. I mean, they are African. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Definitely different. North Africa. But I, I mean, I guess one could assume that I would know that, but mm. I ain't do no research. They were like in that way. I was just happy to go and happy to support the love. So I didn't do the traditional research that I would do. Yeah, because it was already basically uh-huh, uh-huh. You didn't have to worry about nothing. I did not. I did not. So from there, you guys, um, we, you guys had transportation from the airport to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And now for, for, I don't know about you, but when we veered off the main path, it was like nothing. And then, so remember to get to, so to the Janan Thompson was the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Marianne and staff. But to get to our hotel, it's like you leave the beaten path and then you're like, where are we going? Mm-hmm. Like, what was that experience like that? And then once you got into the Janan Thompson, because you guys... You guys were kind of living pretty nice over there. So let's talk about the hotel. Yeah. This is the second spot? First, the first hotel. Oh, the first spot. So also shout out to the Benjamins for upgrading our suite. So um, one thing Jackie pulled us aside when we got there. Because we were celebrating at the same time. We were in the day after you guys got married. It was our nine-month anniversary. Mm -hmm. So Jackie pulled me to the side early and was like, we upgraded your room. So we had a nice room. And then you guys upgraded our room, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the property was beautiful, so I mm-hmm. think coming into it, like we first landed, beautiful. it was like I think still just in all that we were in Morocco or in Africa in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like you said, driving up to the property, it was just like something out of a magazine. It was just like your Pinterest board comes to life. Like mm-hmm. this is so pretty. And then our room, our room was dope. We had a little pool. Yeah, as soon as you walked out the room, like our pool was right there, a little private pool. Yeah, I was just, just living life tight. in a little private you know, you section. Know, newlywed life is nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so later that night, so when we when we landed, we gave everybody some tips and tricks for the Medina because mm-hmm. you've been to South Africa, and I don't think there's a market similar to the Medina, and in Ghana. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think it's it's something like that in Ghana, but well, they, they have the art markets. district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next day, you guys go to the Medina. What was the Medina like for y'all? If y'all were to describe that experience, um, New York Canal. Yes, <laughs> definitely. It was like definitely like sensory overload, like mm. colors, smells, people, fast pace, snake charmers, um, monkeys, all that. Like, and so one thing. I will say too for like travelers. Here's my travel tip. Sometimes it's good to just go see it and to be organic and like not look up a lot of stuff. Because I feel like I looked up what the Medina would look like and it looked exactly like that. Mm. But then sometimes it you took the all it way. took the all way. It took so it was like I definitely had all the things, but at the same time I was like, oh, this looks exactly like Instagram. What you want? But at the same time I was like, oh, it's Instagram. So one of my guests said that um, Disney does a great horrible job. They do a great job reenacting what certain countries look like. So when you actually get there, you're like not as like excited about it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting that you say that. Like mm-hmm. try to take it in for what it is. Mm-hmm. And so, did you guys get anything from the Medina? Mm-hmm. We got um got a lot of stuff. Um, we got a bunch of Oreos. I got wallets. Wallets. <laughs> we got all the, all the little wallets. <laughs> So they had the best Moroccan tea. And oh, Moroccan the, tea is so I'm a, good. Uh, I, I'm a tea drinker, so we, we actually got a um uh, or antique uh, uh, teapot. We got um, the tea. We got some jiggy jiggy. Oh, you know the jiggy okay. jiggy. No, no, jiggy, jiggy. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> we'll talk about we that offline. I'm not sure what jiggy jiggy is. Um, no, it's just some spices. It's like uh, Moroccan spices, but gotcha. we got that. Um, we got uh, the black soap. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the caftans. You got caftans. Yeah, I got one for me and one um, for um, Kamar. Mm-hmm. What else we get? I feel like. Right, good job. So everything was really good deal. Really good. Really facts, best best facts, price. Best facts, price. Facts, facts, best price. So did you guys haggle much, or um, you guys just kind of realized, you know what? I'm paying two dollars for this thing. Do I really need to? It depends on. I feel like because we went to the store. I don't. Only thing I had. Yeah, we bought most of our stuff from, from the like store. the store. So it was like I just want to set the price. The only thing I haggled for it was like a little snake that I wanted to get mm-hmm. um, for Auden, and so he was trying to charge me, and I was like, look. Take the two dollars, nothing. Because I'm like, it's a wooden snake. Give me a snake. Just walk away. <laughs> like, walk right. away and, and he gave it to me for two dollars, but it was like, sir, I'm not giving you two dollars for this. Okay. So later that evening, we had the rooftop uh, reception and dinner. Um, just, just let's just talk about that. And then Marianne's house mm-hmm. for the reception, like mm-hmm. well, the after after party. Mm-hmm. What was that like for y'all? It was beautiful. Yeah, with the sunset coming down. Well, you guys got there early, yes. huh? Yes. Okay. We were on time. Listen, mm-hmm. listen. We gave everybody CP time. <laughs> so if you got there on time. Look, we even, we even moved the light over uh-huh. and yeah. where everybody started taking little, pictures of. Mm-hmm. Okay. We started that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> we set the scene for y'all. Oh, I appreciate it. Okay. So no, yeah. it, was, it was nice. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there was... And then we had... So somebody reminded me that when the when those guys came... It was like a second line yes. at a wedding. Didn't I say that? And mm-hmm. so, and then on top of that, you had dad busting a move when he mm-hmm. went downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, what was that like? Like, what was that like walking to the table and then getting to that like beautiful long table? That honestly, I mean, for me, that was like my favorite part for a lot of reasons. One, like like you said, tapped into the second line, being from New Orleans, like to me, it was like ah, this is a second line. Like, this is dope. But it's like the Moroccan second line, so it was even doper. But then to get to the table, to walk down to that table, that table was beautiful. And it's like... And it was like no light, straight, candlelit everywhere we went. It was just like 
the ambiance. It was like it was so romantic. It was beautiful. Fifty was beautiful. plus beautiful melanated. And uh, yes, and everyone was just, just so pretty. Chilling. And yeah. uh, it was it was beautiful. And so um, from there we went over to Marianne's house. What did you think of Marianne's house? Where the where the what DJ is, was, yeah. where the outside. Um, now nah, that was dope. It was I didn't know that was her house. Yeah, I didn't know that was her house either. That was I think there was two rooms that she was like people from our group were staying in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was her house. Oh, that's lit. She had and she curates all of that herself. Mm-hmm. So like all the art, she goes out and finds it, and it's yes. all black art. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. really does a good job in making sure that like she curates yeah. that to oh. to the point where it, it matches the energy she wants to, mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now from there we go to the wedding the next day, right? Now one of the things that a couple of people suggested is that the phones get taken away so that people can really be in the moment. Um, yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, what, what did you guys think about the ceremony? Because we had Janae who did the officiating and then a breathing technique, and mm-hmm. then um, Janae's husband who came in and provided kind of like some tools to to growing a loving marriage. Like, what was your you guys' thoughts? I think the whole setup was um, it was beautiful. Everything was beautiful. I keep saying beautiful, but it really was. Like, there's really no words to really capture like the essence, mm-hmm. um, but just like love winning if you will mm-hmm. but the ceremony it was like it was private it was beautiful it was quaint it was it was calm it mm-hmm. was like love is flowing love mm-hmm. is flowing the set was amazing and i i did while we didn't give, give our phones i think they took them after we sat down so mm-hmm. we just was on the side but i do appreciate the taking of the phone so people can be present like right. just like calm your heart focus your mind like on the bride and groom and like listen to it and even the breathing technique i love a i love Janine's voice uh, but i feel like that centered people to mm-hmm. like take in what's about to happen like this is a union between two people um so that was dope for sure um and i just it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Well, for me, the whole phone thing was like a respect thing. You mm-hmm. you ask people not to be all with their cameras. It's like so if you don't have the willpower, then yeah, give it up. Like, <laughs> it's gonna stay in my pocket. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, that's it's just a respect thing. You asked us not to do that, and so we. And and when I was doing my freestyle, I looked up. Some people had sand in their eyes. Did you? I had sand in my eyes too. Oh, no, I was like, crying. I saw other people with sand in their eyes. No, I was crying. And so, what did you guys think about? Because uh, you know, Jackie wrote her four-page letter. Mm-hmm. I did my little freestyle. What did you guys think about that? That in no, itself. I was I was crying. I was crying. My my eyes. Were your eyes sweating? Captain G. What's crying. He was crying. Uh, no, but I think it, again. Based on how you set it up mm-hmm. to be able to take it in mm-hmm. and the focus was there and just to, to hear the exchange. And so like for you, like being my big brother, when you did the little, uh, uh, it was like, uh, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like tears, the tears was like, oh my God. I was it's a like, oh, yes, was something in my no, eyes. Nah, it's, it's, something, it's something about seeing your bride come out, man. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just triggers it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a beautiful man. thing to witness. Yeah, man. Now from there, um, we had the reception. Right now, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm the man. I'm a man of Omega Sci-Fi. And we had the serenade Omega Sweetheart song for Jackie. And then after that, we had the breast sitting out of hop. Mm-hmm. Now, oh my gosh, you had a whole bunch of old brothers out old there bros. sitting it out. Old brothers, old brothers. Let's just say, y'all seen the pictures. I'm still recovering. Um, but <laughs> that second hot got you. <laughs> that second one got me. It got me bad. But. Um, we had the cool dance of the married couples, right? And mm-hmm. being able to like count off how many years everybody's been married. Like, how did you feel about that? And then, 
of course, Janae and Claudius were like the longest married couple there. But like, what was that like for you guys? Well, from what I liked is we got to be cool with other couples. Mm-hmm. So the DJ ended up, you know, we're conversating with them. So they knew how long we were married. Right, so right. he kept going like right before <laughs> we was getting off. We're like, are you doing it on purpose? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that definitely getting to know other people. I thought it was dope. That definitely was dope. It was cool because he was like, um, so again, at that point, it was like couples, if you've been married eight months, and I was like, all right, all right we got this, we got this. And it was like nine months. I was like, all right, we got to get off the stage. But um, I think, like you said, meeting the other couples, seeing the love and how many years was there. It's funny because like love is a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. right? And being married and being able to be married and experience that, I, like, I hope. Like, my hope for everyone is that you find someone and that you find the love and that you can experience it, whether it's for a day, for, like, hopefully it's for a lifetime. But just to have one day, like, with your spouse and to get that, is I think it was just a, a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. So Nice, nice. Now, we, we had some parting gifts for everybody, little mason jars. Um, the goal was to kind of have everybody take a little bit of Africa with them. What did you guys take back with you guys? It's, it's actually right in our cabinet. I didn't know it was for that. We're supposed to take sand or something? I, I, Whatever you want. I put the spices do. in it. I put okay. one has one I one I filled with um some spices that we bought and then one is filled with uh Moroccan tea. I took two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. So we got people that put flowers from the garden there, um, sand, dirt. All of the stuff you're technically not supposed to bring back to the United States. But, <laughs> hey, who's Look, checking, right? I accidentally brought money. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're good. Well, I mean, I so I usually bring stuff back to give to the, my nieces and nephews. So, like, I gave my niece a thousand rand. I mean, thousand rand, maybe like ten, a hundred dollars, right? So it really depends on what you bring back. I don't like. I think it's like you're not bringing back like wads of cash mm-hmm. right, to become right, a problem. Right. So the next day, um, did you guys do the hammam with the group, or mm-hmm. and if you did, what was that experience like? Um, I, so I love spas. Spas is like I definitely will spend some money on a spa, and so I was very much looking forward to it. I didn't know exactly what it was. Like I've done Korean body scrubs mm-hmm. and body spas, so I thought it was like maybe equivalent um but we were actually able to do ours even with the group privately so mm-hmm. we had the private a private experience it's like private couple or just like private couple. yeah it was just it's just it was private. It was like it was just us two like all the way through mm-hmm. um even though we were with um the bigger group mm-hmm. but i think it was i think he was probably like what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> was it uh <laughs> having another person wash you and then like follow up with the massage? No, we did the massage first. We did the massage okay. first. Okay, yeah, did the yeah. Massage I, first. Look, that massage. I was, I, was I was sleeping. And he was sleeping. I was, and he was sleeping. And he was snoring. <laughs> I was like, don't embarrass me. <laughs> don't don't no need to be embarrassed. But what what was that experience like? Because like you know, getting getting bathed by a stranger is like is a different experience. So what did you guys take from that, if anything? All, I was thinking of this is probably so cliche and so like juvenile ignorant, but like coming to America, like mm-hmm. but the royal treatment of being like washed and scrubbed and like catered to in that way, but it was very relaxing. But one of the things that um, Said told the tour guide was like, "This is a normalcy for people in Morocco." I was like, "We need this like to de-stress. Like, this, is, this, this, this should be a normalcy here for real, for real. But just to to relax and have like that free time." But um, I don't know. It was it was nice. Yeah. Okay. Definitely do it again. And and the next day you guys went to the YSL museum. 
and the garden. Did you guys not do we that? We didn't. We didn't. What'd you guys do instead? Um, we just did a day to ourselves. So we went. We had to go to the. Uh, we went to the other hotel, the Dar Saba. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had like a really nice room with like a private pool. So we're like, we're just gonna uh, chill. So we just yeah. kind of like take, took that day, chill. Nice, nice. And and tell people like. The itinerary is an itinerary. It's a guide for your trip. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like you got to do every single thing. Mm-hmm. So tell people how, you know, just talk about like just going off the beaten script and mm-hmm. how sometimes it's necessary. It is. It is. And so I think um, a plan is there so you can have a plan because I'm personally very much a fan of itineraries because I don't want to get to a place and it's like, oh, spend six hours trying to figure out what we should do and or spend extra money when I could either got a better deal, figured it out pay it first the right time because then you don't want to get scammed. You can be able to look up stuff. So I'm very much like a proponent of like get the itinerary, boom, boom, boom. But I'm also a a fan of we don't have to do it. I just want it there. So when I get there, like we didn't spend all this money to come and sleep. Like some, there are vacations where it's like, this is a sleep vacation. We're not doing nothing. We're chilling. We're staying in a room all day. But if I'm flying 17 hours, I don't think the flight was that long, but if I'm flying anything over four hours, I'm not staying in the room all day. So I think, but just because of all of the adrenaline mm-hmm. for the wedding, doing all the things, when it's yeah, and then up. packing up and then moving to another hotel, yeah, yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. Just, we just need so another day. What was that day. second hotel like? It was beautiful. Beautiful. Because y'all, y'all, that second hotel was swanky. Yeah. Yes. I, I almost wanted to be like, yo, let's switch. Let's switch. <laughs> that, that thing was nice. It was con- like, so I wouldn't say the first hotel was like a party hotel. It was like the event hotel because mm. that's where everything was happening. The second hotel was just like the the cool down or the mm-hmm. wind down. It was like very chill. It was quiet. There weren't a lot of people. Both hotels were boutique, so it didn't have a lot of rooms, but it was just like quiet. Mm-hmm. But our room specifically was like to the side. We just had our own little thing. It was just like... Yeah, as soon as we got there, we even we took... Well, they took our bags there and then we went out to sightsee. We seen a hammock and we yeah. was like, we chill. Mm-hmm. Rest mm-hmm. of the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it was like, yeah. Nice, nice. nice. Now, um... You mentioned getting to Morocco. You weren't expecting so many, like, white Moroccans, white Africans, right? Um, and the question I typically ask guests is, what has your traveling while black experience been like? I think a lot of times people are afraid to go to other countries because they feel like they'll be treated worse than they are treated here or they'll be treated similar. But, like, in your experiences, what has traveling while black been like? For me... Um I know you light skin. Yeah, you light skin. So they, you, you, you fit in. The, you go to Puerto Rico. They definitely thought I was Moroccan there. Yeah, but but, but even when I was like in Ghana, it was like they were like, "Oh, where are you from?" And then they they want you to have a great time because they want you to come back. Mm-hmm. And then even there, it's the same way. Like, are oh, you having? Fun? Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do this or whatever? So, I don't, my my experience has always been good, but. Uh-huh. So I would and say you got it. You got two folds. You got it as being a black woman on top of that. Yeah, so. I think I've always had a dope experience. I would think um, wherever I went, I've been to um, a number of countries, number of places. But I do sometimes. Um, here's a story. We went to our, our honeymoon. My husband, because he likes me. So <laughs> we we were like in the middle of the sticks, and sometimes it's like you just don't know. So being black in America, so I feel like 
I probably am more scared sometimes going to places in America mm-hmm. than I am traveling abroad. Like abroad is like I'm black, but I'm American, but they don't really know what I am until I speak. So, and then sometimes you get treated well for being an American. Like I just never been anywhere abroad where I've had like a scary experience one time or my first or my second trip to Europe, my first trip to Europe, I was very, I saw a hostel. This is why I like, so I'm telling you, and I was like terrified to go outside because of hostel, but I was also like 20 and I was like, this is crazy. I was with the school trip, but I was, I was the only black person with my school group. And so like hostel scarred me, Mm. but it wasn't really the people there. It was the movie. Mm. But when we went to, we were in Washington state and I don't know if you ever saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but you know, like those little, those little general stores. And so we get, first of all, we pulled up. And it was the best smelling fried chicken I ever smelled. Yes. So I'm like, man, it has been somebody black cooking, cooking in the kitchen. But it wasn't. No it wasn't. It was no white black. <laughs> black to be found. So we get inside the store. And so mind you, we're staying like in some cabins like down the street. And so the man was like, y'all staying in them little tiny cabins? And, and I was yeah, like, yeah. yep, we sure enough are. I was like, take me to the airport now. This man's gonna kill us. This man's gonna come back to kill us tonight. And so, but again... That was more or less, more or less in my head, but mm. um, I was all like, "Man, we should eat here." And she's <laughs> like, "No, we won't." <laughs> I was like, "No, I said that." I was like, "No," because it was just, it just, it felt like the eyes were. But to up. me, it felt like when I was at my my grandparents' hometown, Amelia. That's how it felt to me. Okay. Yeah. Amelia's so black. it Amelia's felt homie black. to me. Light skin. She light skin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I think I. my opinion I would say I feel safer outside of the country Mm -hmm. Um, there's parts of the of the United States where it's like a little sketchy even honestly where we're going for our um, our anniversary trip it's like central Pennsylvania and so living in central Pennsylvania for two years is like "Mm, that's sketchy Um, it's gonna be like my head gonna be on a swivel but it wasn't necessarily I wasn't on a swivel in Morocco because of race it might be on a swivel because like I'm a tourist Mm -hmm. but not they're gonna target me because I'm black or because I'm American they're just targeting me because they think I have tourist money like you know so interesting so with that being said like the pandemic had a lot of people on lockdown for at least two years um, I know at least the two of us, as soon as they said, you can fly, we was on our way out. Out. Um, what has the new normal looked like? What does the new normal look like for you two as, as it relates to living life and travel? Um, I would say for me, I think for us, um, it definitely has changed. So even the fact that we booked our, our, our um, anniversary trip in Pennsylvania, it was like, we don't know what the status of the world will be, what flying will be. And with all these restrictions, some places like it's like I'd rather not go because it's too restricted. I'd rather wait, maybe if it opens or not. And so I think that's changed our travel a little bit to be more let's explore the United States. Gotcha. Right. And so all of our trips back to being able to travel on the weekends is like we pick a state mm-hmm. or pick somewhere that's either driving distance or a short flight. And we're just now trying to do the United States versus other countries mm-hmm. until either it gets I don't want to say safer because I don't think it's ever going to be a safer, but maybe restrictions drop. These flights is ridiculous right now. So if flying anywhere right now is just like, it's a challenge. I mean, um, but it's, it's flying and then gas prices. I'm right. paying, like I was paying like $60 in the, 
I was paying like $60 in gas. Now I'm paying like almost $80 to $90 in gas. And right. I, I have regular gas. Right. So it's it's really good. And then the further south you go, the cheaper the gas is. Mm-hmm. So once I started coming up north, once I passed that Mason-Dixon, and you guys <laughs> talk about 5 $6 a gallon, I was like, whoo, I moved <laughs> to the right place. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, so, you know, normalcy, do you think we are in a place of normalcy? Or like, what do you think? I think it's opening up. And I think it's also like, it's definitely opening up. And I think it's whatever normal you make it. So mm-hmm. our normal right now is, like I said, is in terms of travel, it's we try, if we can, to pick somewhere that we can get to relatively quickly, but without a lot of health, COVID, cost restrictions, whatever barriers like that. So that's our normal. I mean, even with the restric- restrictions or whatever, we still like wear a mask mm-hmm, in, in the mm-hmm. airplane, mm-hmm. even though they say you don't have to. But it's just mm-hmm. it's a good, like confined area, right? Yeah, yeah. So now, um, if a person is like, "Hey, Janelle, Antoine, I want to start traveling. What does it look like? What What would be your like top three tips to tell them how to?" Um, you can absolutely travel. You just need to plan for it, but. My top three trips. Um, top three tips. Tips. That's what I meant to say. Find, tips a, my find a good tips. wife to plan everything. <laughs> find a good packer to pack you, everything. You can be the picker. <laughs> let her be the planner. Um, I think I think you have to be flexible. So my number one tip for trips is to be flexible. You have to go sometimes where the deal is and being like flexible. So we just took a road trip to like Rhode Island. And it's it may not be everyone's top choice, but it's like they have this island. Beautiful. It was beautiful islands you go to, but it's a, a short, not a short car ride, but like four hour car ride. It, it's not Cancun, it's not Morocco, it's not Jamaica, but you could take your family a four hour trip from Philadelphia. That's mm. an easy trip. So being flexible. Yeah, it, go somewhere different. Stop going. I can't. I'm. I don't even want to go to Cancun or, <laughs> or Miami. Um, like go somewhere different. Yeah. And then I would say like for travel with flights specifically, sometimes you have to go when the flights are cheap. You can't go, you can't have a date in mind and say like, I want to go to um, LA January 10th to the 12th. You might have to go the 8th to the 9th because that's when like the cheap ticket is and right. just like make it a date. So we went to Atlanta mm-hmm. for $30 on a flight, $30, but it was a 24 it. hour, it was a 24 hour, we left Saturday, like 6am Saturday morning and came back like 6pm Sunday night, but it was a $30 Airline ticket, got a cheap hotel room, just went to Atlanta just to eat. And went there to eat, visit some friends, some boss come back. Right there. Y'all, came back. Y'all, y'all fancy. $30. Y'all $30. Fancy. But see, it's, that's that's a meal. That's a meal for it. Like, mm, that's Chick fil A. That's what family for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate you guys doing this. This was a definite dope conversation. Do so you guys want to leave the audience with something travel, family, anything? Um, you, I would say my, my final closing tip is to take all kinds of trips. Like you have to have your like vacations with your partner. If you have a family, definitely take family vacations, but then also have vacations separate too, like your girl's vacation, your guy's vacations, but take, take the vacations, like whatever kind of vacation it is. Absolutely make time for it. Prioritize travel. That's my tip. Antoine. Um, just have fun. Be open. Don't, don't box yourself in. With that said, once again, I thank you guys. As always, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, hit that notification bell so you guys know when new episodes drop. Travel more, stay safe, peace. Peace.